I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, my brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and it's such a pleasure having you join. What what a fun time to be alive. Today, I wanted to hop on. I haven't done a solo episode. It feels like in a long time, but it's only been about a week. And I've been live streaming on YouTube. I've been doing amazing um lives with my brother Aaron Scotty in our group the awakened soul on Facebook and if you haven't checked that out I encourage everyone to do so you know the energy on Facebook I'm not a fan of I think a lot of if not the majority of contents low vibration um, or the energy at least feels like that but this group is like a, a safe haven of of high vibe um, energy and just a whole bunch of beautiful souls. So go check that out. I want to talk about today, awakening to God and what this time is that we're going through right now. If you, you know, I think the majority of my audience, I've had so many people reach out communicating with me and having conversations. So I think the majority of the audience of this podcast is definitely awake or awakening to the divine love, the unconditional love and light of God. But even that word God is a misnomer because we ascribe meaning to a word, but is that word God? Like it is, it, is it the fullness of God? No. God is above our thoughts, beyond our thoughts, before our thoughts, after our thoughts. Like last night I was teaching my oldest child about the concept of infinity, infinite. And I said, well, you start at zero, just zero, one, two, three, and you count out. I said, the numbers never end. I said, but it works forwards as well as backwards. Zero, negative one, two, three, four, all the way back. And yet even our concept of all the way back, we think there's a limitation, but this is the amazingness of it all is that there are no limitations inside our, there are no limitations to infinity, which makes it infinite, obviously. But we, if you think objectively of how we view infinity, we do put limits on that. It's like that why I like the King James Bible and I'm, and you can like, not like you can read. It doesn't matter why I like the King James Bible is that it uses the purest form of the verb tense in English language, which is adding an ETH to the verb. So runneth, asketh, receiveth, thinketh. The ETH is never ending. So if I say run, we all 
filter the word through our own human paradigm and our own human experience. So run obviously has to have a start run. And since no one can run indefinitely, we process through run as there's an end to that run, but runneth has no end runneth. It's just in the process of you catch it in the moment and it never is not in that present moment runneth. It's fascinating that this distinction gets made in Matthew, uh, in the sermon of the Mount when, uh, let's find, let me find it here. Okay. Um, um, ba, ba, ba. hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause this is, this is worth looking at. Um, sorry guys. I mean, I can quote it to you, but I want to, where is it? Well, it's in Matthew 7, 6. Okay, here it is. Found it. All right. So in Matthew 7, Jesus says, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. In all the other Bible versions, that's fine. Ask, seek, knock. But the, here's where the distinction gets made. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. He that seeketh, findeth. And him that knocketh, it shall be opened. So there's a distinction between ask, seek, and knock. Asketh. Seeketh, knocketh. So, you know, without context, and this is the whole podcast is awakening to God, without context of like, well, why did they put that in? Was it just how they spoke? No, there was an intention to the language. And without learning the intention, we just discard it as not useful for today. But in reality, it is more useful. <laughs> For today than ever before, because it broadens our concept of infinity and eternity and unconditional, never ending love. So awakening to God is awakening to the fact that whatever box we placed God in, which is love, God is love. Love is the entire fabric, the, the, essence which makes all things available all things um allowable really love allows that's why god says in the beginning god said let there be light it's this concept of allowing love allows which is why we have the law of free will because the law of free will is based on love because God gave us the choice. He allows because he is love and he is unconditional and he is infinite and he's beyond even our grasp of it. And what we are doing right now during this time is awakening to the fact that we have been in a form of limitation since we've been born. 
our education system, our monetary system, our political system, our medical system, our um, you know, financial systems, all these are limiting when in the reality, the universe is unlimiting. It is limitless. There is no end. And if that is the truth of the universe, which it is, the universe is constantly always expanding and growing, then we have the opportunity to do the same. Seek infinitely, go in infinitely, receive infinitely. I learned this the other day and I have a podcast coming out with beautiful Melanie Martin, who I did this cleanse with to help open my pineal gland and heal my digestive system. And she said that the stomach, the cells reproduce, our body reproduces from for starting brand new. The stomach takes the longest and it takes 40 days. And every 40 days, we have a brand new stomach. It's an incredible concept. We are constantly like, are we actually us? We think of ourselves as aging in this arc, but in the arc of aging, our body is actually new constantly. The cells regenerate, the cells create new cells. And if you think of this, if you slowed that process down, like stretched out time, where actually are we? What are we? Who are we? When are we? And why are we? If you answer all those five questions about what this conscious being opportunity is that we get to have in every now moment, it comes down to the fact that we can and get to receive the infinite and unconditional love that is available for all of us. And the forms that speak of unconditional love, but provide conditions upon that unconditional love are actually the great deception for us and blockers for us to come back to our own knowing that we are either receiving or not receiving the love that is available for us. I was talking to a buddy the other night the Bible doesn't say whosoever calls upon the name of Jesus shall be saved. It says whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So then the question is, well, what does Lord mean? Lord means love supreme. There is nothing greater, more powerful. Nothing exists in our entire universe greater than love. For love allows all things to be. Love allows us to explore pain and health, good and bad, right and wrong, light and darkness, but all things emanate. All things come from love. And when we understand that all things come from love, instead of rejecting love and blaming love or blaming God, or blaming another, or blaming ourselves, we get to detach from the momentary aspect of pain that we may feel, rejection, hurt, despair, doubt, worry, confusion, all these low vibrational feelings that keep us from remembering 
that we are either receiving or rejecting love at all times, at any time, whenever, wherever, why ever, whoever, and whatever we choose in this reality. I want to make sure that this sounds very simple. I don't want to make it complex because it is very simple. For instance, and I've talked, I talk about this a lot when I give speeches or I do coaching. My hand is on my mic right now. It's touching my mic. Now you could say that it's not really touching because of uh, the chemistry. You can never divide something in half and never get to zero, but let's just say that it is. I can feel it. My hand is touching this mic. But if I'm thinking about touching this mic, it doesn't matter if I even remember what the mic feels like, which I do right now. If I am not touching the mic, I am not touching the mic. This may sound super elementary, but I want you to understand how many of us perceive what we are doing. And in reality, we're only remembering what we've done. And it's not in the current state of doing. That's why Jesus said, seek and you shall find for everyone that seeketh in the now moment, receiveth in the now moment. It's not, I sought one time and I found something. Most people are living off last year's revelation, off last year's promotion, off last year's uh, um, ideation. Off, in no way would we ever live off last year's meal. Like I ate once. But that's how usually people treat their spiritual journeys. I had this encounter once. Okay, cool. But where is your encounter today? Because as our cells regenerate, and like I said, the stomach takes 40 days to have an entirely new stomach. Can we even rely on last year's spiritual experience or awakening or that one time when I was a child and I used to have a connection? No. Because if you slowed time down, where do we actually exist? Even if you could slow matter down, because what really is matter? It's energy. So if you slow it down, you can see that where are we? We are only the conscious choosing in every now moment of whether I will receive love or I will not receive love. So many are awakening to God right now, but it is not the God of religion. It is not the God of dogma. It is not the God of doctrine. It is not the God of, of um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of tradition or heritage or lineage or genealogy or any of the, it is not the God of what has been passed down. We are awakening to have a very visceral encounter with the infinite and unconditional love that is available for us now. So whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, saved from what? Saved from fear but not even saved from, but saved to. And to be saved means to be preserved. So once you are preserved, you stay in that state. 
So once you call upon love supreme in your life and finally release and surrender all your buts, but say finally and, and surrender to the and instead of the or or the but, always hedging, always being the cynic, but just jumping in and saying, finally, I want love more than I want anything else. I want peace more than I want anything else. I want freedom more than I want anything else. And I mean anything. That's when we create the space, the opening, the portal, the presence to receive the infinite and unconditional love that is for us right now in this now moment, as if I chose to touch my mic and I do choose my mic. It's no longer, yeah, I want love. No, now go in and choose to receive love right now. Words matter so much. They matter so much. Solomon said, life and death are in the power of the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Jesus said, by your words, you shall be justified and by your words, you shall be condemned. Meaning no one condemns you. Only if we profess one thing, but do another, we condemn ourselves. For instance, and what do we condemn ourselves uh, to? We condemn ourselves to a constant state of rejecting love. That is simply it. It's just you're missing the greatest opportunity to be free, to be loved, to be the change in this world that you want to see. And there's a saying that comes from the Bible and James that let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And for so long, I thought it just mean what you say, but that's not actually what it means. What it means is when you say it, it must come in action to fulfill it. Let your yay be in present tense, yay. Let your nay be, yay, nay. <laughs> so our words matter so much because it is by our words and us telling the truth to ourselves by our actions, whether we believe the words that we say or not. So, you see the concepts here, belief, surrender, receiving, love, um, energy, frequency, awakening, all these concepts, seeketh, seek, it's never ending, it's now moment. Take no thought of tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough worries of its own, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof, Jesus said. So everything comes down to right now. For you with you, in you, by you, from you. And it has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with your parents, has nothing to do with your spouse or your children or your boss or your friends or anyone else. Everything comes down to you and you. Because at the end of the day, there is no one left to blame and point a finger at. Well, I did, he didn't, you know, I didn't know, or he didn't tell me, or they did, they did this to me. No, at the end of the day, it's just us taking full accountability and responsibility and saying, Thank you, God. I chose to surrender. 
chose to walk in that presence. I chose to breathe deeply in your unconditional, never-ending, and infinite love that is above all, beyond all, and allows all so that I wasn't forced, so I wouldn't be forced to choose, which would make me a slave, but I was allowed to choose, which made me a sovereign. It, it is so beautiful, brothers and sisters. It is absolutely beautiful. What we get to do, be, have, all from love. And there are many who talk about lower forms, perhaps success, achievement, and these are all fine, but only as byproducts from love. Because in love, there is no condition. So all things are infinite in receiving. So meaning when you finally walk in love, the intent that we were created for from the very beginning of time to be the emanation of love, to be a conduit and channel of love for every person that when someone's in your presence, they feel peace like they've never felt before because they feel the love from you. All things are attracted. It will match that frequency. So all the good that you seek, all the 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 things, the wealth, the, the time, all these things actually fade away in love, but they will be attracted to you because there is a never ending source available to you in love. Never ending. In fact, I had this, this uh, thought the other day that Jesus, there's a story of Jesus feeding 5,000 people with two fish, um, and five loaves of bread or five fish and two loaves of bread. Can't remember which is what, but he fed 5,000 people, kept breaking it and giving it to his disciples. His disciples fed the multitudes from, from what we perceived as limit. Here's a limit. And this masterful teacher, the begotten one to show us, to come in and insert into this timeline and say, there is no limit. There's only your perception of limit. I can take whatever I have and choose to do with it, whatever I want. And it never runs out. It's like the story of Hanukkah. The oil never ran out. It's like the story of Elisha going to the old widow with her son. And they only had enough oil and flour to make one last meal. And she was preparing to die. And Elijah said, it will, it will never end. And the oil never ran out. She had enough to give him. It's this concept that we're awakening to, and it's talking about fifth dimensional living and existence that there is no lack in love. Zero. And that we can bring forth from that place of unconditional and infinite love, anything we so desire. But to get there, we first have to, to get in love, to receive love, to walk in that presence and to breathe it out. Every time I take a conscious breath in, I know I'm breathing in more love. And when I breathe out, releasing any fear, any doubt, worry, 
angst, stress, just simply be. And this doesn't mean that we don't work hard. Whoever's out there saying, what about working hard? Yeah, work hard in love. (laughs) And when you work hard in love and from love, the results of your work will be abounding more than you could ever contemplate if you were working in fear or working in scarcity. Working from love and in love? Yes, absolutely. Work hard. But what does hard mean? What is hard to you? Perhaps the concept of working hard comes from a lack of love. So maybe it's not working hard. Maybe it's simply working. And in that working, we see how all things work together. That's why Romans 8, 8 says, 8.28, Romans 8.28 says, and we know all things work together for good to them who love God. What is God? God is love. Jesus says, God is not a man. God is a spirit. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So Romans 8.28 says, and we know all things work together for good to them who love love. And we know all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called. Now, what is the called? The called is love is constantly present. Love is constantly tapping on us. Love is constantly allowing us to go and choose until we finally surrender and say, okay, I got it. Doesn't matter how much money I have, how much success I have, how much followers I have, what what I have amassed as success in this world. Without love, it doesn't matter. I got it. I'm surrendering. I hear your call, love, and I receive your call. It's a place of surrender. The called are just those who heard love's voice saying, Are you done yet? Are you done trying? Are you done running? Are you done uh, striving to prove that you are good enough to receive love when you never even had to take a step out of my presence at one time? The call to those who heard the call. So, and we know all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, his being the masculine energy, the masculine form of God. Now it was just the call. Those who had to receive the call, that's the feminine energy, the receiving, the receiving love who are the call according to his purpose, which is the masculine energy, which is constantly giving. So we receive love so that we can understand that he gave us love. These words really, what do they mean? You can ascribe meaning to it. He, it, God in the masculine form gave us love. According to his purpose, what is the purpose? It's to receive love and walk in love and give that love and love, love. And what is love, love? Love, loves love. So may we love the same. According to his purpose. So it says, and we know all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Simple. And work together means you see how everything, all where you've come from, the pain, the trauma, what you look like, 
who you were born into, what you do for a living, your gifts, your traits, your personality, your right brain, your left brain, all these things work together for one purpose, for us to come and receive that love. So it's an incredible time. It's an incredible time. And I want you to know that no matter what, no matter what you have ever done, what you have ever done, no matter, and what's been done to you, no matter what you have ever done or what's been done to you, none of it can invalidate you from receiving the unconditional and infinite love of God. Nothing. Nothing. Consequences, sure, because that just teaches us how to walk in love more. But nothing invalidates you from the infinite and unconditional love that is available for each and every one of us who finally wants to surrender in the love that is available for us in the now moment. So this episode is awakening to God. Many are awakening to God. And that word God, it's funny. I, I was saying if, if the word God triggers you, it's because you have more of God. God is really working on you, which is love's really working on you because there's no need to have any trigger because you could say, whatever word you want. And there's meaning that's ascribed to it from you. And you have consented to take on the meaning from others, which is why school is actually a form of social control because it gives the meaning of words. Now we obviously have to have common vernacular and definitions, but, and (laughs) you also ascribe meaning to the definitions. So my brothers and sisters, I just, I'm feeling very calm right now. I'm feeling just called to encourage you on your journey and just remind you that there is more love available for you right now. And if you're struggling, if you're needing support, if you're feeling low, you can reach out to me. We'll work together, but you're not alone in this journey. The fun part is once we receive love, it's like, man, I can give this to others. We can all walk in this. It's, it's, that's what the awakening is. And love allows truth to come forth. Meaning when you're in love, all you want is truth because anything less than truth keeps us from walking in the fullness of our freedom and freedom allows us to walk in love. So Christ consciousness is, is freedom consciousness, which means we want truth to come out. We want others to be liberated. And in love, when truth comes out and ugly truth and dirty truth and hard truths, it doesn't trigger us. It doesn't, um, we don't get reactionary to it. We hold the space in love and constantly release the fear, receive more love so that other people who are experiencing the truth in their reality of what we may or may not want to observe can come out and know that there was someone strong enough to hold the space for them so that they can heal and receive that love as well. That's why we do not run from truth. That's why we 
are aware of what propaganda is and its purpose is to keep people from truth, to keep people from freedom, and to keep people in a slave mindset, keep them slaves to those, and there are those who profit off our slavery. But love says all are free in love. So walk in love, seek the truth, allow the truth to come forth and watch every one, everything be bathed in that love, washed in that love and find the freedom that we've all been seeking our entire lives. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. I bless each and every one of you with the infinite and unconditional love of God. Wrestle with it, sit with it, explore it. But at the end of the day, my dear brothers and sisters, receive it. Receive it. Put it to the test and watch what happens. It'll rock your world. I love you all. Can't wait to talk in the next episode. And if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, considerations, or comments, reach out to me. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.